episode of Alcoholitics. I'm your host, Katrina Myricks, joined by my co-host, Terrain Myricks. Terrain, how you doing? I'm good. Did you call me a ho-host? <laughs> Not intentionally. I'm fairly certain. Ho-host. I'm fairly certain I heard. <laughs> joined by my ho-host. <laughs> Speaking of hoes, it's Valentine's Day is coming up, y'all. Now, um, how are you? Not bad. Not bad. Doing all right. How about you? Well, I'm good. You already asked me. You didn't. I didn't feel like you said anything. I oh, you I, just went you're right. right I just jumped right to the ho host thing. Yeah. I'm. I'm okay. I'm doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> How was your last Sunday? My last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Well, it was bad for multiple reasons. Was it? Yeah. Um. Tom Brady won another Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And that really... That was bad. That was not great. I didn't see that. I've cup. already blocked it out of my mind. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, Pat Mahomes was doing, like, everything he could. I think I saw a stat that showed he ran, like, an unreasonable amount of yards to get away from yeah, people who were coming to her. Sure. <laughs> like... The Bucks' defense was... Incredible dynamite, those yeah. they were dynamite, and then the offense was clicking, and mm-hmm. they didn't have to do too much, but they still were fucking doing it to them. It was they just they yeah. played all around great, it was all around great, super annoying, yeah, super fucking annoying, <laughs> super annoying. I'm, I'm upset because I'm I am certain, I am 100% certain that Patrick Mahomes is going to be the greatest of all time. But now it's even harder. <laughs> yeah. It's harder now. That's uh it's hard to make that argument. Yeah. Yeah. How was your Sunday? It was great. I got my first dose of the COVID nineteen vaccine. Yes, I also did. Yeah. We got so we were supposed to get it on Monday yes. of that week. Um or the previous week. Monday of last week. Yeah, but then it snowed and <laughs> a lot. They canceled our appointment without telling they us. They did not tell us. Uh, <laughs> Guy Singer, if I had, if I could just give you some some feedback, it'd be let me know when you're going to cancel my appointment. Right. So, but luckily we figured it out before we dug our car out and drove over there. So. Yep. And then, did it snow on Sunday? It did. It sure fucking did. It did. It's been snowing constantly. Yeah. And it's and the, annoying. And then they took... So they did what they did last time, which was take our appointment off of the schedule. On my guy singer. On my guy singer. So it seemed like the same thing happened. So it seemed like, oh shit, they canceled our thing again. But we had, so we had to call and like confirm, but they were like, no, it's cool. We just, uh, some, on, sometimes on the day, they just, Mark you as there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's crazy. Like, that's not good. It's a bad thing to do. I don't like what you're doing. <laughs> but we got it. Mm-hmm. It went swimmingly for both of us. Sure. There was no issue. Terrain did very good. You no, put on a brave face. I did. Even though that, even though the, the practitioner was a fucking liar. <laughs> she lied. She, firstly. <laughs> she said it was the pain-free She shot. said it was the pain-free shot, the pain, pain-free needle, which was a lie. She pulled the needle out of the same place she pulled the rest of the fucking needles. <laughs> so that was a lie. Number one, lie. Number two, she started counting like she was going to like count to three. She said one and then stabbed me immediately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, 
it hurt. <laughs> it hurt. And you know, honestly, that was like one of the like <laughs> at at a time of shot, one of the least painful like vaccine type shots I've ever gotten. Post vaccine was very painful. Yeah, that was definitely the worst <laughs> arm pain I've ever had. Post vaccine painful. The during I I think my my problem is I'm afraid of needles. So For it's sure. it's and it's the anticipation that happens because honestly when I got it I was like okay I just had to like you know I had a come down period where I was mm-hmm. like because I was in the room like just like my knees are shaking and I'm like you know like rubbing my hands yeah. and like tapping and I'm just like trying begging to, you to look at me <laughs> and not. Her, you literally you just, just like look at me and I'm like oh because it's hard to like look away from the person who's about to stab you <laughs> um, so it was but I handled it well and I just want you to know I think I told you about this how your 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 mother uh asked if I got a lollipop <laughs> and a superhero bandage which and I should have had them ready which honestly. I did not get and I'm now even more furious about this shot. <laughs> if I would have, I mean, she should have told me about that because, like, ahead of time. Because yeah. I totally would have gotten you a sticker. I'm just saying. And a lollipop. I'm just saying. And it would have been so funny. I think <laughs> I think by getting that shot and being as, uh, as a brave little soldier as I was, I feel like I'm pretty much Captain America. And the fact that I didn't get anything to corroborate that <laughs> is pretty <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. That's what I'll say about it. <laughs> uh, also, the person that did it was wonderful. Yeah. And she was really just great. amazing and so great. And everyone there was great. Mm-hmm. It was it was for sure. It was a fine experience for someone who has this issue that I have, mm-hmm. which was being deathly afraid <laughs> of what was coming. Yeah. So we're we're scheduled for our second dose. I think I believe March fifth. March fifth is going to be our second dose. So March nineteenth is when we can when we should be, um, you know, ninety five percent immune. Yeah. Uh, so uh, super exciting. March nineteenth. Um, if you want to like open mouth kiss, I will. <laughs> everybody, everybody, I will be, I will be swap and spit with anybody who asks. I'm mm-hmm. uh, just very excited about that day. <laughs> Me too. It's gonna be a great, like, an awesome holiday. It's March- just like I, I, I know we've only gotten one, and we might, we have some immunity now, which is really cool. But like, not just, enough to open mouth kiss everybody. No. But I just, like, I, I feel like a weight has been lifted. Yeah. For sure. It's definitely, like, it's definitely a, a lot more, like, like just just your your head just clears a little bit, mm-hmm. right? A little bit of that worry that's in there just kind of clears out a little bit more. Yeah. And, you know, it's just a matter of time until, you know, the next one. And it's scheduled, and hopefully it doesn't snow that day. <laughs> um, but, like, it just, it, it just makes you feel a little bit better because you feel like you're, like... You know the the country is still in a real heaping world of trouble with this. Yeah. Um. But you know we're doing our part to make it better, and I mean we've we've uh, I we were able to uh, as a as the federal government they were looking at like two hundred million more doses, mm-hmm. which is great, and it it just we're slowly getting there. We're yeah. slowly getting to where we need to be. Yeah, it, it feels like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Right. After a long time of it feeling like this is never going to end. Yes, a long time of feeling like, oh, it's not going to end, and partially because the the like, the like top, the, the people at the top who are supposed to try to make it end, 
I have no desire yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just like, that's nah, fine. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's going like, to naturally like, stop. We're like three weeks into the Biden administration and it's already like, there's an end in sight. Hey, now. we have a. Somebody's you, trying. You know what's crazy? We have a plan. <laughs> like We figured out this plan uh, to try to make this better. Yeah. Whereas the other ones are just like, our plan is like enough of you die so you stop talking about it. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> so, do you want to start with our top story? Top story? Yes. This is our top story. It's not our top story. It's a joke. Okay. <laughs> I really gotta, I gotta work on the jokes with you at the beginning. Yeah, no. We're gonna talk about impeachment. We are. We are going to do that, but... The, that, that's our main story. That's the main story, but we're not going to start with that. We're going to lead in. We're going to start with, we don't talk about pop culture enough on this show, mm-hmm. and I think that we're going to start getting into go, pop go culture. Go back and, and listen to the episode <laughs> where Terrain and his guests exclusively <laughs> talked about the Avengers. I was drunk as hell. <laughs> I was drunk as hell. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, but yeah, I think I talked about that, and... Which Republicans are attracted? Doesn't matter. Um, doesn't matter. By the way, if I I don't remember what I said then, but right now it's clearly Kissing uh, Kissinger or or Kinzinger. Kinzinger, yeah. Kinzinger, not Kissinger. I don't want to fuck Henry Kissinger. I want to make that clear for the audience. Yeah, it's a good call. Yeah, yeah. Kinzinger, however, no. Anyway, um, so let's start with a pop culture story. To lead us into our doom and gloom impeachment story. This is going to be a fun story, right? You picked out a fun one? <laughs> yeah. You so, picked out a fun one? Good. So fun. What's the fun story well, we got? I think, uh, you know, our audience may be aware that I am a big fan in general of uh, Joss Whedon works. Um, oh, oh, this isn't, oh, uh oh. This is not going to be a fun story. Specifically, uh, Buffy, Buffy verse. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, an angel. angel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you liked Dollhouse. Yes. Yep. I did quite enjoy Dollhouse. Firefly. I liked Firefly. Um, you didn't care for Doctor Horrible Sing Along Blog. It was fine. Yeah. It's yeah. That's it's that's fine. what I think. It was fine. Yeah. I don't remember what else he's done, but I'm the sure. Avengers. Oh, uh, you liked a Shield, but that was, he was a part of it. But he, not yeah, like that the, was Jed. He gave that to Jed. Mostly ran that. Um, and I. Love the Avengers. Right. He did and, the first event, the first two Avengers movies. Yes. And I don't hate Age of Ultron as much as a lot of people hate Age of Ultron. Yeah. Um. That's what this is about, right? What we feel about his work? Sure, sure. <laughs> um, so he took over for Zack Snyder on uh, the Justice League movie after, I think, a personal issue came up with Zack Snyder that he had to leave. Um, oh, is that what it was? I thought they were like, we got to get Zack Snyder out of here. No, I think it was like something. I don't know the details because uh, I don't care about DC. But okay. um, <laughs> he apparently like really screwed the movie over. Like people did not like, critics did not like Justice League. It did well financially, I believe. But it's critically panned and not considered a great movie. Um None of the DC movies are. Yeah, that's true. Well, except for uh, Wonder Woman. First Wonder Woman and I think Shazam. But other than that, I don't think anyone really cared for any of the movies. Mm -hmm. I think that's accurate. But Critics, not anyone. I'm not. Critics, yeah. yeah, Um, So. uh, I'm really, really stretching this out to not talk about what we're about to talk about. (laughs) We're going to get into it. (laughs) So one of the actors on on the Justice League, uh, Ray Fisher, who played, I believe, Cyborg, um, he 
came out with accusations against uh, Joss Whedon of like onset abuse and and some racism. Um, just like you know, um, not appropriate behavior for a boss, but stuff that like seems to be like, oh, that's Hollywood. That's what you're supposed mm-hmm. to just accept. The filmmakers um, supposed to make this a hostile work yeah, environment. Yeah, exactly, for you. exactly, hostile work environment <laughs> shit. Um, and you know, Ray Fisher ended up getting like removed from a future DC movie and, and other stuff, but you know, the WB or Warner brothers did an investigation. It, I, I feel like we don't call them WB anymore. Yeah, right? that was a channel. The WB was but a channel. But it's still, it's Warner. Like, but it's, yeah, but you don't call it the WB. Yeah. <laughs> they did an, <laughs> they did an investigation into his allegations and, Former Buffy and Angel star Charisma Carpenter uh, participated in the investigation. And that's because uh, he also treated her to a hostile work environment. Yeah. He Um, fucking tortured her. Yes. Now, this is like one of those things that has been known for a long time, but Mm -hmm. we just don't, like, it wasn't talked about. Like, they just, I don't believe she made any real strong statements before but it's one of those things like everybody like people talk now about how everyone knows kevin spacey was a pedophile like right nobody said but nobody said anything (laughs) it's like the it's like the hollywood untold secret like that like sorry the unspoken known like uh, that happens where it's like but we didn't know stop 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 holding that shit in and tell people about it because it's very important right except that when you tell people about it you get blacklisted yep. and mm-hmm. kicked off of future projects and it can destroy your career yep. You're which is labeled as difficult the weinstein story all over again yeah right like that's what happened to those women who turned him down and everything else yeah so charisma carpenter uh played cordelia on buffy came over to angel was main character um she um, I don't believe this was part of her statement, but it's another known fact that she previously had been pregnant and suffered a miscarriage. Um, so she, when she became pregnant again, um, she waited a little bit before informing. Um, and when she it... tried to inform yep. Joss Whedon, tried to have her agents inform Joss Whedon, he refused to like take their calls. Um, when he found out about it, he asked her if she was going to keep it. Mm-hmm. Um, he yelled at her. Um, and then he just destroyed the character, um, and fired her from the show essentially. Yeah. And again, like didn't tell her, like she found out via media outlets and everything else. Um, but it's just like the story of Joss Whedon who has created a feminist icon. Right. In Buffy, I, I gone on to do multiple uh, projects that feature strong feminist characters. Has said that he's a feminist, and that's like his goal is to promote feminism in his work. Like punishes an actress for doing the uh, one of the most feminine things in in having a child. Like mm-hmm. it's um very uh, upsetting. And it sucks because when when these situations come out, it's hard to reckon with like your um, the impact these kind of things had on on 
people personally, uh, similar to the J.K. Rowling situation. Like, how can someone who has made something that is so uh, the antithesis of the way they behave, right? And other, you know, cast members have come out in support of Charisma Carpenter and her statement. Um, uh, Quite a few female cast members. Um, including Sarah Michelle Geller, Michelle Trachtenberg, um, Amber Benson, um, Eliza Dushku. Like, pretty much every female cast member from these shows has come out in support of her. Um, some of them just, you know, supported her making the statement. Some of them corroborated that, you know, Joss Whedon was um, not a good person to work with. Um, specifically, Michelle Trachtenberg, she hasn't made any sort of, like, direct statement or gone into detail, but she made it clear that she was on this show as a child. Like, she Mm. was, like, 14 to 17 when she worked on Buffy, and she made a statement that he was not allowed to be alone in a room with her. So there's clearly, like, inappropriate um, conduct going on there. Unfortunately, we don't really have any of the male cast members speaking out in support at all, which is, like really been disappointing the only um danny strong made a statement of support um but it took him like two days um anthony head made a statement that he never saw anything but he wishes people would have come to him like yeah i don't know i i think that uh i i just i looked it up because I, I wanted to confirm what i was what I was reading, but I believe um, Jason Momoa at the time that yes. at the time on that the Ray Just- Fisher mm-hmm. on the Justice League set, Jason yeah. Momoa um, corroborated Ray Fisher's story. Uh, Gal Gadot also yep. uh, contributed. Um, she wasn't there for anything involving Ray Fisher, but she had her own experience with Joss Whedon that uh, she didn't feel was appropriate. Right. So. It's not, you know, it's not a he said, she said. It's it's a story where there's a lot of support and cooperation that mm-hmm. Joss Whedon is um, incredibly inappropriate and difficult to work with. Yeah. Um, so previously, his wife, had his, his ex-wife, had come out with a statement. I think this was like three or four years ago now. Yeah. When they got a divorce that he was inappropriate with women, you know, cast members, writers, fans. Mm-hmm. Like engaged in inappropriate uh, actions with them and that he wasn't a feminist and, and like uh, this other stuff. And it was a big deal for a little bit, but then he still continued to get work and everything else. Mm-hmm. So unclear at this point, if this is going to actually affect his career in any way, I hope it does. How do you, how does it like, how do you specifically feel like knowing that like, you know, you loved like the the Buffy series and the the Buffy verse with like Angel and and mm-hmm. and a lot of the other like a lot of the other works, not a lot, you know, a couple of the other works, but they're you know, mo- like they're they're tarnished by yeah. this this specific person. Is it I uh, like how do you separate those? Like how do you separate that? It's hard. Um, I feel like there's so many parallels, even though it is a completely different thing with the J.K. Rowling. Um, situation because like J.K. Rowling created this story that um, I think inspired a generation um, to like look past um, differences and and, you know like it was a story of equality you know it was a story of 
anti-discrimination for the most part. There's certainly flaws in it, but I think that was like. <laughs> do you mean what do you mean by flaws? Slytherins are do you bad? mean every Slytherin is a bad guy? <laughs> From childhood, you e- are bad. <laughs> we have we have identified this hat can tell us if you're a Nazi, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but but it's still I think like I think in my own personal belief system, I moved past the concepts in in Harry Potter, but I think they certainly inspired beliefs I ended up having as an adult. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's true for a lot of people. So it, it feels similar to like the, the characters that Joss Whedon created, I think are some of the best characters I've ever experienced in media. Like I think when a lot of men write the character of a strong woman, it's a woman that's emotionless yeah. that just like is able to, <laughs> she's a badass. She kicks ass and she doesn't care about feelings. Like right. the character of Buffy Summers is an incredibly emotional woman that feels and girl at times. Um, she, you, you gave me to, a look like <laughs> I didn't, I literally was trying to like adjust my eyes. Sorry, I was not sorry. trying to, but but she like yeah woman whatever <laughs> you know I think she's she's vulnerable she has flaws she uh, feels and still does the right thing and is still strong and and has power and agency and like is a like you know so so many characters in general just aren't are caricatures of what a person is yeah. as opposed to an actual depths. And so many of these characters, I think, just embody, like, what you could find in a real person mm-hmm. and provide you that, like, you know, inspiration and, and connection. And it's it's hard, but even though he created these characters in these shows, he's not the only person that had input into, you know, what this performance was and what these stories told. Um, there were female writers they the cast themselves everything else i don't think i'm going to like you know just dismiss i don't think i'm i'm able to just dismiss these characters yeah. for what they are and the stories that were told but it does certainly like it does mar my feelings about it which really sucks yeah Bill Mars them and that really sucks. <laughs> oh, that would really suck. That really sucks. Yeah. But it's still like I think it's still an important and inspirational story and yeah. and has inspired so many women um you know. Yeah. As I, much as a vampire fighting <laughs> magic and you know all that yeah. sort of thing. No, I I think that I think that that makes a lot of sense cuz it's just like the there there is a difference between the story and the storyteller right the 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 specific person behind the story rather mm-hmm. because in 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 that universe the storyteller was buffy am i right or or was there a specific i don't know if there was a specific storyteller but the the stories that were being told were very like confident powerful you know feminist stories mm-hmm. and it definitely shows that like one shitty men can be a part of something great they they have before they will again i mean look at the first season All of House of Cards. Most literature from yeah. ever. In you guys the past. love Bukowski. He's a real piece of shit. <laughs> like, uh, but like it, it shows that like you know th- that can happen, and it's 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 really 
so it's it's important to like understand like what is the inspirational thing and the inspirational thing is not the the guy behind the story that yeah. you are so into and that you so like that that like seeped into you and inspired you to do uh you know brave powerful uh uh, uh out of the box things that you normally wouldn't do that helped you grow into the person that you are, that helped you feel that confidence that you needed to feel. It, it's not Joss Whedon. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not the, the person behind the story. That's a real piece of shit. It's the story itself. And you can, you can be inspired by something that is written by a real, real awful human being. Yeah. It's just, it's so weird. That, like, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Like why? I, I, I still can't like reckon with like, why a person would be like this and and then create these things yeah right it doesn't make any sense to me but i i totally like the character of cordelia chase played by charisma carpenter is probably my favorite character in the entire buffy verse mm -hmm. and he absolutely destroyed her because of like an a petty like ridiculous vendetta, vendetta. and that's a shame and i hope he doesn't work anymore i like seriously the fact that people continued to give him work after the last thing mm -hmm. is crazy to me but if if we're still signing him to huge superhero movies like fuck off <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's people cannot like <laughs> you can't create this style of environment no matter how good your work is you can't create that style of environment that people have to endure in order to do a job. Yeah. That just can't be the way that the workforce works. I kept, yeah, I kept seeing people <laughs> like, oh, it sounds like he was just a shitty boss. We've all had shitty bosses. No. We shouldn't accept that bosses abuse exactly. and harass people. Exactly. You we know, should not, ex we should not like go, well, look, you, you got a bad job sometimes. Like, no, there's never, there's never a moment in your career in what, Whatever career you're in where it's appropriate for your boss to ask a, ask you as a pregnant person, are you going to keep it? Mm -hmm. That's not appropriate ever. Fucking ever. Yeah. Do not talk to people that way. Do not make people feel like they have to make that kind of decision. That's, that's fucking terrible. It's awful. Yep. 100%. And it's not appropriate and it's not like, okay, it's not something you have to just shake off and keep moving. No. No. And I'm it's it's good that we're in a position where more people are like saying this is the shit that happens because like workplace harassment is a very very big problem. Mm -hmm. It not just in in like the the not just in the television and film industry. It's yeah. like everywhere. But when we see the like it's just like the times up movement. When we yeah. see these stories from people that we know and like our you know quote no yeah celebrities and people stuff that like i've that, watched on tv that we can like then relate to like the times up movement sure it started with the entertainment industry but it's absolutely become a part of the regular workforce yes. and, and what's allowed like acceptable and allowable and, and stuff like that so the more we talk about stuff like this the more this stuff comes out the less acceptable it becomes for all of us so it's all positivity when it happens. Agreed. Agreed. It's it's always great when someone can speak out and say something is happening because that sheds a light on something that was previously darkened. Yep. And it needs to it needs to be out there so we can 
uh, see it and deal with it. Yeah. And the problem is we do too much of like, oh, we see it, but then we don't deal with it. Mm-hmm. And that needs to fucking stop. And I think this is a good time to segue and say that next week you're doing... Oh, yes. An Alcoholics Live. Doing an Alcoholics Live with a couple of friends uh, on cancel culture. Yeah. Um, We're going to discuss cancel culture in various, uh, you know, in various... Uh, places right in various spaces mm-hmm. um uh, and we'll talk about whether or not i believe it exists <laughs> spoiler alert i don't yeah <laughs> i think you're more sp- people who are uh, i'm gonna j- look spoiler alert for what you're gonna fucking hear it's on all Friday. about accountability it's baby. accountability right it's accountability culture you're yeah. not getting canceled you're being held responsible for the fucking shit you've been doing mm-hmm. <laughs> like sorry if that's upsetting to you but that's what's up but anyway, yeah. we'll get, if that we'll get more into it. Yeah, next week. thank you. That's a good yeah. plug. I, I I should have plugged it. Uh, I should have done housekeeping in the top, but I didn't. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Also, and this is apropos of nothing. Uh, buy Rain Energy Drink. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to? Um, is there anything else you want to you want to say on this, or do you want to move to the next one? No, let's move on. All right, let's move on, and let's hope that. Um, Joss Whedon does not get work ever again. Yes. Um, like in the again, this motherfucker's got money. We're not killing him. He's not being. He just shouldn't be able to run this kind of thing mm. if this is the environment he uh, he uh, promotes, promotes creates. for creates for his for his employees. Yeah. That's that's again. You say canceled. I say we're holding him accountable for the way he fucking treats people. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, speaking of not holding men accountable for stuff. Hey. <laughs> um, uh, we had an impeachment trial. Uh, the impeachment trial lasted a week. And for some reason, we didn't call any witnesses. And we're going to get to that. <laughs> and why that's a fucking stupid thing, Democrats. What are we doing? But. So, um, to just to, to bring it back and to try to, you know, just a little bit of a, a, remember, a remembrance, um, on January 6th, uh, the Capitol was stormed by a bunch of Proud Boys, white supremacists, and all-around horrible people. Um, the MAGA mob is what a lot of people are calling them. A lot of people are saying that. That's what I'm hearing. A lot of people are saying it. Um, <laughs> uh, multiple, uh, multiple casualties uh were were um multiple casualties were were uh uh were occurred happened, uh, happened occurred due, due to the uh due to the uh, mob um storming the capital could have had numerous numerous more uh casualties the house voted to impeach the president and sent the impeachment to the senate to which, um, at the time, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said, oh, I'm not going to do the trial, <laughs> and waited until the Democrats were in the majority before the trial uh, commenced. Um, House, uh, the House impeachment managers, led by Jamie Raskin, uh, ha- had an, a, a compelling case. A met- like the, the case they laid out was so unbelievably... No, like you can't you you couldn't if you were actually impartial you couldn't come out of their argument 
with anything other than the president of the United States incited uh, incited a riot. Um, the House impeachment managers talked about how um, the president had primed this um, for for a while now. He promoted he promoted the idea that if he did not win the election, it had to have been rigged. It had to have been stolen. Um, he then. As the election grew closer, um, continued to say if he didn't win, it was because of fraud. He blamed, um, he 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 called mail-in ballots, uh, you know, he called them fake and fraudulent. Um, when the election happened and he lost, he again said, "I couldn't have lost. I I won all of these places." He uh, he <laughs> had a lot of court cases and lost all but one of them. Um, no judge, including judges appointed by the president, um, would, a lot of them wouldn't even take up the cases. They would dismiss them outright. Um, the president then you, then, um, continuously, uh, pushed a, a gathering on January 6th saying that it would, saying on Twitter that it would, quote, be wild, unquote, um, and delivered a speech indicating that we have to uh, fight, and if you don't fight, you're not going to have a country anymore. Rudy Giuliani said that there needed to be trial by combat, um, and then there was the insurrection. Uh, the House managers also um, played footage that was not previously seen, which included... Mitt Romney being ushered away at the very last moment um, when by, he, Officer Goodman. By, by Officer Goodman when he was headed towards uh, when he was headed towards the, the, mob. the mob, the insurrectionists. Um, Chuck Schumer also was was diverted. Um, mm-hmm. Mike Pence was also diverted. By the way, a guy with Mike Pence had the backup nuclear football with him at the time. Um, so that's pretty fucking crazy, uh, because if that falls into the wrong hands, I can't imagine that's good. Um, yeah, I would hope they couldn't figure out how to use it, I but I don't know. don't care. It's... Somebody tried to sell Nancy Pelosi's laptop to the Russians. <laughs> Someone so. 100% tried to sell Nancy Pelosi's laptop to the Russians. Um, the Trump defense team uh, came out swinging wildly randomly at anything it seemed um the uh bruce castor um was an attorney on the oh sorry was an attorney on the trump team um you know i think we should mention that yeah trump's like entire legal team left about a week before the trump's, trial yes he had to get like he had to get the b squad which I think in, he didn't pay them or something which was not surprising which included which included bruce castor who was a relative of eric castor the previous imp, the previous impeachment defense lawyer for the first impeachment um uh, vanderveen who is a personal injury attorney <laughs> And David Schoen, who is seemingly the angry one that they sent out, who quit the team at some point. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, they they came out and it was just a train wreck. Um, they were supposed to argue that this just wasn't constitutional because there was no jurisdiction for the for the uh, Senate to actually have the impeachment trial because the president's not the president anymore or the former president's not the president anymore. Um, 
they came out saying, <laughs> we changed our entire, st- we, we changed our statement. We changed our opening because the, the house impeachment managers did such a good job, which is a weird thing to say when you're doing this. Very weird. Um, so long story short, we were treated to a competent team of house managers showing compelling evidence um, indicating that not only is does the Senate have the jurisdiction to do this and they have the constitutional duty to do this, but also they have to because the fucking president uh, put all of their lives in danger over a fucking lie that he knew was a lie and <laughs> then that was, ju- that was juxtaposed with a ragtag group of lawyers who seem to have just been hired just so that there were bodies in the room because they knew there was no way that there were going to be uh, that there was going to be a uh, vote to convict. Um, and today, the thirteenth of February, um, that thought process became true um, in a in a vote of fifty seven to forty three. Uh, meaning 57 senators voted to convict and 43 voted to acquit. Um, The president was acquitted on his second impeachment charge. Just want to make sure we all understand. Actually, technically it was the third impeachment charge, second impeachment, Mm -hmm. um, but the third charge that he had. Uh, Just want to make sure that we all understand and remember that does not change the fact that this is the first president in the, in the history of the United States to be impeached twice. Mm -hmm. This is the, uh, this was the most bipartisan vote for an impeachment. And we still have yet to, in this country, uh, remove a president, um, uh, based on based on impeachment, so um, so to make sure that uh, I, I the the seven seven uh Republican senators joined the Democrats. You had um uh, Senator Richard Burr from North Carolina. Hear that, North Carolina? You did it, <laughs> you did it. <laughs> um, uh, Senator Bill Cassidy from uh, Louisiana, Senator Susan Collins from Maine, Senator Lisa Mc- Lisa Murkowski from Alaska, Senator Mitt Romney from Utah, Senator Ben Sass from Nebraska, and Senator. Pat Toomey from PA. A lot of these senators have either just won their seat or are retiring. (laughs) The only ones that are truly in like peril, uh, like political peril, I guess would be Murkowski. Murkowski. Sass. Sass mostly because he's, he's, Sass wants to be the president. Um, It's going to be hard when you don't have this base um, to uh, run with anymore. Because you voted to do to impeach the president, so let me let me start here. Um, what do you think the? <laughs> do you think this was a a good use of Senate time? Um, you know, we we talked about whether or not the 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 impe- whether or not impeachment was important and whether or not impeachment needed to happen and why it needed to happen. Um, but do you think this was a good use of time? I'll be honest, I don't really know. Um. You don't know or no? I don't really know. Okay. Because, like, when it came to the last impeachment, I certainly think that was a good use of time, and I think it was really important, and it didn't do as much as it should have, but it still, like, needed to happen. I think this needed to happen, too. Yeah. But I kind of feel like the events of January 6th themselves like in in terms of like public um good i guess the public good and 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 stuff like that i think 
the people who would have cared, got their, like, had their views changed or, or anything like that already got that just from the events and, and from mm. the coverage of those events. Like, I feel like this might have, the January 6th might have been one of the few things that happened since Trump became um, the cult leader that he is. It might have been one of the few things that happened that actually changed people. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't have data to back me up on that, but like change actually happened after that. I'm not sure this impeachment really added much to that change, but again, maybe we'll see data showing us differently. I do think the footage that we saw was impactful, but again, I don't think it's anything that would have swayed anyone who didn't think he did it from the original, you know, like... I'm not sure exactly. I think it was something that needed to happen because it's the right thing to do, but I'm not sure if we got a public benefit to it, I guess. Because we knew, we all knew going into this, he wasn't getting convicted. So I'm going to say this. Number one, it, yes, you're absolutely right. It had to happen for the for the specific moral reason that it had to happen. Yes. We absolutely had to to do this the president cannot just incite a riot <laughs> send motherfuckers to attempt and uh, successfully kill people at the capitol and then well well he's gone <laughs> like yeah. like that can't happen so so yes this had to happen for that reason alone i personally think that it was a good use of time i think that it's important that um, one, the American people see the the unseen footage that that was shown. I think it's important to see how close some people came to surviving. To death. Like, sorry, to, to dying. My apologies. I think it's very important to show that staffers for a, for um congressional representatives had to barricade themselves into offices and i think it's important to show that these motherfuckers tried to break down those doors to get to those people i think it's important to show that it took literally the bravery of of certain individuals to keep senators alive i think it's important to show that these motherfuckers were down to kill congress people that just that was their goal their goal was to yes to stop the to stop the the certification of the of the um electoral college but also to kill people mm-hmm. i think it's also important that sorry go ahead i just i feel like they could have released all that information either way right like i kind of wonder why it wasn't released like just off the bat, like, mm-hmm. was it held specifically just I'm, to be? Used I'm assuming in the they. Fa- I'm assuming that during their during their fact finding when they were getting their case together, this is stuff that they they came across and went, let's fucking put this in here because it's really important. Yeah, I think that that's really really important for the American people to see for sure. And and I, know- I also think it's important to show that though he was acquitted, there were seven Republicans. We were not supposed to get seven Republicans to peel off. Mm-hmm. There were seven Republicans that peeled off and did the right thing for whatever reasons. Bill Cassidy, I think, was the said it said it the best that he could have possibly said it that anyone can say it that anyone can say it. I voted to convict the president because the president was guilty. Mm-hmm. That's 
just factual. I do think that was like those seven Republicans who voted. It was important that we saw that they voted to convict. Mm -hmm. And it's also important that we saw the other 43 voted to acquit. Yeah. Uh, I think most of them we would have already known. But I I mean, again, hopefully when we look back at this in the future, it'll be like, you guys are complicit. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I saw this on Twitter uh, multiple times. It's insane that the jurors <laughs> were literally involved, some of whom also contributed yes. to the, like, it's insane. Co-conspirator. That they get, like, yes. How is co-conspirator Holly and co-conspirator Cruz get to fucking vote in this? Yeah. How do they get a vote at all? <laughs> like they were complicit also. And we're going to get to Mitch McConnell's speech at the end of, you know what? I'm going to fucking save it because, Ooh, Ooh, did that drive me up a goddamn wall? Yeah. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about here. Um, oh, I don't have this in the thing because it was just a, the, okay. Um, so let's talk about the fact that the House Democrats did not call a witness. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> and and I just want to point out there is a daily uh, a Politico um a Politico uh, a report indicating that um there's a Politico report indicating that it was Senator Chris Coons that <laughs> dissuaded the the house impeachment managers from actually calling the witness, even though he voted for the witnesses Mm -hmm. because he has to do that. That's, that's in front of everybody. Um, but, uh, behind the scenes, he told them the jury's ready to vote. We want to get home for Valentine's day. Cause I guess, I guess this motherfucker's just really romantic. You know what I mean? Chris Coons is ready to wine and dine. Well, on Valentine's Day. Let me share the And be just complicit in the dereliction of duty that is that fucking vote to acquit. Yeah. See, I think I would have thought that this was more worthwhile if we would have heard from witnesses. <laughs> For sure. I, <laughs> well, I would fuck! I would have thought that this was less of a waste of time if we can get these motherfuckers on the record in front of a camera saying the you know like actual fucking how facts. was but how was that how was Jamie Herrera Boitler not brought in front of the the Senate? Let me let me tell you the excuses I saw. And, and just to to be clear, I just want to make sure that we're clear as to what this was. She talked to Kevin McCarthy about it. By the way. Why the fuck wasn't Kevin McCarthy in front of the Senate? Um, she talked to Kevin McCarthy about a phone call that she that he had with Donald Trump on the day where he begged Donald Trump. He begged the president of the United States to call off the mob that the president had sent to them. And the president said to Kevin McCarthy, well, I guess they're just more angry about this election than you were, Kevin. He had... No, he was a real prick about this. <laughs> he, he just didn't care. Mm-hmm. And you know what's fuck? Kevin McCarthy voted not to impeach the president. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. My apologies. Well, the excuses that were uh, given as to why Besides, the witnesses weren't called. Besides or- that Chris Coons had to fucking get some champagne and roses on his way home. Yeah, I'm I'm telling you the excuses, not yeah. the not the necessarily real ones. Not the real one. Fuck you, Chris Coons. One of the excuses was that suddenly none of the witnesses were available. They all went cold. 
what, whatever that fucking they thing. went That's cold. Like you can't subpoena them. You can subpoena. <laughs> that was something. The other one was people, uh, senators like Joni Ernst went on and made threats that if they don't not call witnesses, they're going to block every single one of Biden's nominations. Then you kill which the filibuster. They already might do. Then you kill the filibuster. <laughs> Yeah. That, I mean, if, if that's what it and and then it's, it's we, just, we then get around to like talking to like fucking mansion and cinema yep. it's just like, hey, by the way, you are the you two are the Democrats that are like, hey, we should work with the other side. And I'm not saying it's just them, but they're the ones who were like the main ones. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, it's just more of like the Democrats being capitulating to this nonsense cowards and, yeah. <laughs> not fighting this nonsense yeah. you know what we do we call witnesses because you know what this is a trial and you mm-hmm. know what you trials usually have witnesses and we actually have witnesses that have credible information we have a lot of witnesses we have a lot of witnesses that have credible information about what the fuck happened on june uh, january 6th mm-hmm. So we need to call these people so we can talk to them and the American people can hear from them what happened. Otherwise, this is, I agree. I'm I'm starting to get to the point where I'm like, fuck, was this a waste of time? I don't think it was, but I 100% get that thought process. Yeah, it's it's just. uh. Why do you think these senators were able to what do you think these republican senators were able to vote to convict do you think it's because most of them are yeah retiring (laughs) (laughs) i mean romney has already made his like stand like it's been clear who he has you know romney voted for the last one right um i guess since we now have a democratic president murkowski and collins are gonna uh be a little less conservative now i don't know they're just i don't know when we can rely on them and when we can't um Mm -hmm. burr's retiring toomey's retiring i don't know about cassidy um i don't you said sass the real the real question is sass because ben sass wants to be the president but he's also talked shit on trump before too he has talked shit on trump there's like he's probably like made his decision to not capitulate to the MAGA crowd and if you're already not doing it why not do this too maybe that'll appeal to moderates what about the statement Nikki Haley made (laughs) (laughs) political hero Nikki Haley came out and said that it we've followed Trump for too long and we shouldn't have followed him and and we need to cut him out of the, like Nikki Haley is trying to cut Trump out of the out of the Republican Party well, she's, entirely. Um she also wants to lot, be the president. She's a lot smarter than Holly and Cruz um who also have presidential ambitions. Um I mean Nikki Haley has been completely telegraphing her plan to run for president for like the last six years. Right. But, but previously her plan was stick by Trump and Trump will give you that boost. And now her plan seems to be, uh, you know, cut Trump out and pray. Here's the impression I always got of what Nikki Haley's moves were. It was to like, like, uh, I don't know what the right metaphor to use is, but she would always, like... Toe the line, j- like, like tiptoe around? Yes, tip-toe. tiptoe. She, but yeah, she, not, like, not toe the party some... line, but tiptoe around. Yes. With, yeah. Like, she, she would 
sometimes criticize but really gently and sometimes she'd support but not like she'd be not cautious about it right. yeah like like she's always been trying, she's trying to, to straddle, the, straddle line. the line between maga and moderate republicans <laughs> so it's Ooh, like maga versus moderate i think she she figured out the thing where uh Oh, it's better if Trump doesn't run next time. Like, <laughs> but the problem is the. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think she's not a diehard. So, what's the point? Like, but let, why pretend to be a diehard for as long as she was? She then? didn't. She did. I don't think she, she did. Fucking did. I don't think she, she did. She worked in his administration. She worked in his administration. She went to bat for him numerous times. I, I see what you're saying about the straddling the line, but truly, I think uh, most of her statements are are very pro-Trump, and then like they're very small things that she barely criticizes whatsoever. I mean, and to then- this crowd though, barely criticizing him is enough to get you like completely excommunicated so yeah. i don't i i i think she just like kind of made her choice as to what her move was going to be and this is her move she, every single thing nikki haley does is entirely political and calculated and it's not genuine and that's just super clear so i think she just made her choice as to what she thought the best political decision would be and where she thought the tides were going to go in the next four years that's my thought I'm going to ask a question that I understand what the actual answer is, but I want you to act like, I want you to give it. I want you to give the answer that's like based in reality and not in morality, right? In an ideal world, we both know what this answer is, but in a political world, there's actually a difference. So I, I want to ask, isn't it smart for these Republicans for most of the Republicans, the 43 who voted to acquit that some have political ambitions after this, some want to continue serving in the in the position that they're in. Do you think it is smart for them to vote to acquit this president? I do think it is. Sixty. I, I think do. there's a there's a I think there's a poll that says like sixty nine percent of Republicans want, uh, were less likely to vote for uh, a senator if they voted to convict. I think that. People are overestimating the memory and attention span of the electorate. I think the electorate has proven time and time again that they have the shortest attention span. We goldfish, yo! memory. Like, seriously. I think four years from now, especially with Trump going quiet um, and being banned from social media platforms, we'll see what his moves are in the future. There's definitely a possibility that he you know, launches his TV network and is he's really prominent. But I don't I don't know. As of right now, it doesn't look like that's what's going to happen. He's not doing anything because it takes work and he's not going right. to do the work. So if he's quiet, if he's quiet, if he's barred from running again, if these Republicans are able to, you know, keep up fucking with the liberals and the Democrats and, and doing stuff like that, I honestly think they, the electorate, the Republican electorate, Electricate. <laughs> the Republican electorate. Fuck. Hang on. Are e- you okay? Electorate. Uh huh. There's no C. There is. The second part. <laughs> <laughs> electricate. I got it. <laughs> uh, there's like I think they will forget. I honestly no, think no, no, they what, will forget and move on. But you just said. But you just said. 
if they can bar him from running again. They can't. They can't now. No, they... I know they can't now. That's why I'm saying it would have been smart to do it. Oh, wait, then I I must have missed what you... Because I thought you said, yes, I think that them voting to acquit was smart, but now you're saying... No, I'm saying them voting to convict would have been smart. Okay. I thought that was the question. I no. might have heard what I wanted to hear. Okay, okay. But I think it would have been the smart political move to mm. vote to convict. Okay. I think that... They are overestimating, like, right now, sure, they will get a lot of shit for doing this. Yeah. But if a, if enough of them had done it, if they had grouped together and enough of them had done it, mm-hmm. this would have been the absolute smartest move. But they, they're thinking short term. Yeah. They're thinking current polls and current environment. And I think four years from now, the, the landscape is going to be completely different. And if they had made this decision... And if their future moves had been in support of this and the idea of moving their party in a different direction, they could have done it, Mm -hmm. but they didn't want to. I I think that that's fair. I think that um, short term, yes, it's a smart move for them to acquit. Um, Long term, it definitely depends. But I definitely think I think the way that you lay it out is very, very convincing, Um, like. I, I truly think that the way you laid out is incredibly convincing. Like, if they would have just done that, knowing the short attention span of the American elect... Sorry, what did you say? Electricate? Electricate. <laughs> Electricate. Um, <laughs> I think if, uh, if like, knowing the shortest... No, short, uh, fuck me, now I'm fucking It's up. hard. Knowing the short attention span of the American electorate, it does make a lot of sense to just make this move. Yeah. For, some people are going to... I agree. Some people are going to pay the price, but let's be clear. The president lost the presidency. The president lost, sorry, the former president lost the presidency. The former president lost the House of Representatives. The former president lost the Senate. He is a political liability sometimes. Mm-hmm. Now, I will admit he truly is obviously a draw because he also got 70 some million, like more people to vote for him the last, more people voted for him this time than they did last time. So he is a political draw. That is for sure. But I, I truly do think that it, it, they could have they could have made it so that they don't have to contend with him in the party anymore. Mm-hmm. Like they could have made the selfish decision of whether or not I agree, but obviously, yes, he fucking did it and should be barred from running again. Whether like whether or not I agree with that, it's an easier chance for me to become the president if he doesn't get the run. Absolutely. He at this time, if they're being short term, he is the he's the top for for um, a Republican uh, nomination for presidency. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, that's going to be for every that that happens for every you know nominee or president because they're the they're the biggest name ID and that yada yada yada. But if they can take him out of like if they could take him off the board right now, mm-hmm. it'd be fucking smart of you're, them. To do if you're that. if your strategy is to run on a Trump like platform. You're not going to beat Trump in a primary. Yeah. If he's in it. Right. He will win on if that platform. You you're not going to like beat him you don't, on that. You don't get to get the MAGA crowd if he's there. Yes. And if, you're, if your play is, I'm going to get the MAGA crowd, you don't get to get them if he's there. You can at that's least- why, That's why Nikki Haley, Ben Sass. I don't know Mitt Romney if he has any aspirations of running I again. want Mitt Romney. They at to least run. they at least have a strategy that could be successful if Trump is on that stage. Because again, who knows what the electoral the electorate is going to want, you know, three years from now. What do you- so they like but if you're gonna be a Holly, if you're gonna be a Cruz, if you're gonna just uh, conform to this 
ultra conservative, ultra prejudice, ultra, you know, you can't beat Trump. No, you can't. You can't beat Trump at being Trump. <laughs> exactly. Like he wins. <laughs> like, what do you think of the uh, Twitter Democrats that are saying, let him run again? We just beat him. We could beat him again. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's you're you're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> That's a dumb thing to yes. say. And Be, a dumb thing to think. Keep your fucking mouth shut about that. We uh, look. Take it from someone who, who in 2015, 2016 said, ooh, I want them to nominate yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Take it from this guy. Keep your goddamn mouth shut. <laughs> keep your mouth shut. It does not matter. It doesn't matter if he seems weak, if he's lost this most recent election, if he looks like a loser. Just let it go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do not do not tempt this. Do not tempt fate. I I can safely say as a progressive who thinks that yes, I do think Democrats could beat Donald Trump again. I don't want to fucking try. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to because if we lose, I'm in a real bad position. Yeah. <laughs> so, like let's <sighs> let's all just be quiet and not 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 say that stupid shit. Bring it on. We want Trump to get nominated. Shut up. We don't. No, we don't. We don't. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want. Oh my God, let's get to let's get to the last McConnell. part. Mitch McConnell's statement. Oh. Mitch McConnell. <laughs> you okay? You just go a little bit burpy. No, drinking caffeinated alcohol. <laughs> I get you, dog. It's fine. That's what happens? All right. I mean, yeah. Uh, Mitch McConnell released a statement. Um, released a statement he made a speech made on the a speech Senate on floor. the made a speech on the senate floor i'm trying to i'm trying to talk and it's don't don't you just burp Let, give me a fucking break <laughs> um uh mitch mcconnell gave a speech on the senate floor in which he blamed donald trump uh, like just specifically said that the the attack on the capitol was clearly just singularly donald trump's fault mm-hmm. um and then gave some bullshit about, but, you know, impeachment means uh, remove. And that's why I voted for this, because the Democrats didn't make a case on the fact that the remove removal is part of impeachment. And he's already been, he's not the president anymore. So let's start here. Um, why? <laughs> why is the, uh, Why is Mitch McConnell making this argument when he refused to take up the articles of impeachment until the democrats took over the senate uh because every other move he's made that is entirely hypocritical has never affected him in any negative way (laughs) because there's no chance in hell the voters of kentucky are gonna elect anyone besides him that's wild by the way new um approval polls came out um their their de- democratic governor is like the most popular <laughs> uh most popular politician in Kentucky but no one's beaten Mitch no one's beaten Mitch Mitch McConnell has the ability to go out and say some stupid ass shit like well the democrats uh we they're they're wasting our time with this trial because we can't remove him because he's already been removed while conveniently not pointing out the fact that he didn't bring the fucking thing up when it was sent to him he also I mean he also I mean just comparatively he said we couldn't possibly 
nominate a Supreme Court justice 280 nope. days before an election. Well, we can but do we it can definitely days. do it like a month before. Yeah. Yeah. It Mi- doesn't ma- it doesn't affect him. It doesn't matter. He is yes, he he is just he is He rubber. can say whatever the fuck he wants. Exactly. It he just doesn't care. It just bounces off of him because it doesn't fucking matter. He's not a real the, person who has bit. who has compassion and feelings or and morals or, or shame. Yes, yeah. shame. Shame <laughs> is the thing he truly does not have. That's why he was able to stand up in front of the Senate, uh, in front of the entire body of the Senate, and say to that body, Donald Trump is singularly responsible for the um uh, for the attack on the Capitol. He's the one who pr- propagated that lie that he lost the, that he didn't win, uh sorry that he didn't lose the election. He he's the one who like let's just be very 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 clear. After the election result after we found out what the election result after the networks called the fucking election. Mitch McConnell waited until waited weeks weeks before he acknowledged that Joe Biden won that election. He was complicit. Mm-hmm. He complied with the lie. He he pulled the card of, well, what's the harm in, in humoring the, the authoritarian, the, the fascist light? What is the harm of doing that? We found out the fucking harm, Mitch. We found out the harm, and it, caught, it, it was the cause of dead bodies on January 6th, and that is partially his fucking fault and the fact that he is trying to absolve himself and other Republican senators mm-hmm. and other Republican operatives including Rudy Giuliani who said there should be trial by combat on the date the fact that he's trying to do that is disgusting yeah it is absolutely absolutely false he clearly is partially responsible for this. Yes, he didn't tell the people to go to the Capitol. Yes, at that time he was saying, "Well, uh, we shouldn't, uh, we shouldn't be talking about this big lie." Like he, he, <laughs> on the day he was finally like, "No, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be humoring this," but it didn't stop him from humoring it afterwards. It didn't stop him from humoring after the election was called. He did it. He did it for weeks. He did it for fucking weeks. He didn't actually call. I don't think he acknowledged that Joe Biden was the um, president elect until December, until December when um, the the uh, the actual uh, 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 electoral college yeah. did it. He it until then. By the way, when when Donald Trump won the election, called him president elect the fucking night of. He was complicit in this. For sure. What do you think about his statement? I'm angry. I'm sorry. I'm going to calm down. I mean, it's it's just a pile of BS. They, uh, you had MSNBC on uh, after his statement, and I think Michael Steele laid it out. Uh, this is all about his donors. Yes. <laughs> They're just trying. He's just trying he's just to. just trying to appease his donors. He's just trying to make sure that, that those Republicans can get that sweet, sweet cash flow. Yeah. Because donors were like, corporate donors were like, we're not going to fund your party because you guys are fucked up. And he's like, oh, no, I'm the leader. And I'm saying that he's bad, but still voting to acquit him. He wants to have his cake and eat it, too. Yep. He's doing the Nikki Haley, man. <laughs> so where do we go after now <laughs> like what do we what's i don't know i mean we've we've now donald trump has been acquitted for a second time again doesn't change the fact that he's the only president in history to be impeached twice 
the only president in history to lose the popular vote twice. I mean, um, where do we go? It's like, I hope that the Justice Department brings charges against Trump. Yeah, it's time for I Tish James, that, baby. Time I hope, for Tish James in New York to set some exactly, shit I'm, right. I'm, I'm a, I hope that New York brings charges against Trump mm-hmm. for, you know, the other thing. Like, let's, let's prosecute this motherfucker. Uh, but there's not anything else we can do about it can i ask you one more question before we go how nice is it that he doesn't have a twitter account to read oh right my now? god it's so nice it's so i great. haven't heard a thing i was so like, we would be just con like mm-hmm. all i'm seeing is like sources close to the president say he was very upset at his he was very mad at team. he's very mad at his defense team who bruce castor went out and said i get lost in this building all the time and i still get lost <laughs> like like that was his- yeah so like i'm I'm fine with getting those updates, man. That's so much better than hearing or reading or what he's actually said. So um, that is great. But where do we go from here isn't on us. Uh, It's it's on the Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the it's the right that has to write the shit, exactly. right? We can't, the Democrats can't keep cleaning up after what the fucking right does, mm-hmm. right? Like, the Democrats had to strip Marjorie Taylor Greene of her fucking committees because the Republicans wouldn't do it. Like, the Democrats have to fucking clean up after this fucking unbelievably irresponsible group of people. Yeah. And they need, they, they, this is something we cannot clean up after. No. We just have to beat. We just have to, we have to hope that this was a turning point. And I feel like it has to have been for some people. <laughs> I know, I know that a lot of them don't care that 69%, they killed a cop. 69%. They played video. The The MAGA crowd chanted, fuck the blue. Because blue oh. lives matter, unless that blue life is in my way of trying to kill uh, Nancy Pelosi. Right. So, we just we just have to wait and see what they decide, you know? I, there's... There's not much we can do about this. Okay. There's not much we can do. So what we're going to do to end this episode is we'll start with you. Let's make a plea to our conservative friends (laughs) to behave more responsibly. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I I don't care. All right. You go first then. All right. Uh, Read the New Testament again. Um, all, all ye conservative evangelical <laughs> Christians, mm-hmm. uh, read Jesus's word, um, about how he told you to love the poor and love your neighbor and, you know, be kind and compassionate. Um, and just think about how your political ideals line up with those words. Um, <laughs> that's all I have to say. Okay. That was good. I don't even think I had that. I didn't have that. All right. Um, what's up, conservatives? It's me, Terrain. <laughs> I was hoping that if you guys had a moment, you can stop and reflect. Um, maybe watch some video from January 6th. And, like, I know when you watch it, you're, like, horned up and, like, real excited about it. But if you could just, <laughs> if you could, like, you know, take like, calm that part down. And then just watch it and, like, see how you're behaving. Like, when you, I don't know, try to spear a police officer with an American flag. Can you maybe think, huh, that's probably not what our ideals are. 
you're about, you know, f- uh, the, what do you, what do you, what do they like? Uh, freedom. Okay, cool. That's great. Freedom. I'm sure that a lot of the people at the Capitol wanted the freedom to not fear for their lives. So let's all work together. Let's, let's come together in unity, right? We're going to come together in unity and make the world a better place by not trying to murder the other side. We're going to do that. Let's try that. Let's start. Let's, let's start there. Don't, Try to kill the other side. And then we'll work on other stuff later. I don't think we're going to get along with like any sort of legislation, but not killing each other, I think, is a thing we might be able to do. I mean, uh oh. You'd think the conservatives could agree that cop murder is bad. I know. <laughs> I agree. like remember try to try to remember like that that time where you guys were in response to Black Lives Matter because you hate that um, in response to that when you were when you were screaming Blue Lives Matter back at us try to remember Blue Lives Matter when you watch the video of you all screaming fuck the blue and murdering a police officer. Let's remember that's not like cool and what you're trying to do, right? Let's just be chill about this now. Let's chill it out. I think they got it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I I think we made some inroads. Do you think we made some inroads? No. Uh, well, we tried. Um think <laughs> Oh, sorry. I thought before we go, we can talk about our Valentine's Day. Oh plans. my God, we have we have Valentine's Day plans, y'all, y'all. We have Valentine's Day plans. <laughs> it's gonna get. What are you doing? What am I doing? What are you doing for Valentine's Day? Yeah, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make you a shrimp scampi. Hell yeah! I'm gonna make you a shrimp scampi, and I know what you're all thinking, Terrain. Have you figured out how to make shrimp scampi yet? No. But I'm pretty sure YouTube will have that answer. I'm like fairly certain. I I know number one. I gotta boil some pasta, uh-huh. and then I'm I'm pretty sure I can figure it out from there. Do you think you've ever made anything, um, on the level of shrimp scampi before? I think shrimp scampi seems easy. Shrimp scampi seems. E- I think that making like dips are harder is that not true no how hard do you think making a dip is you just combine everything into a crock pot and turn the crock pot on i have to cook the beef for taco dip (laughs) i have to cook the beef okay (laughs) no that's not harder no i've made no that 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 probably is the hardest thing i've done yeah i think it's impressive i think it's cool you think it's cool that I've made dip? No, no, that you're going to make me something difficult. Yeah, it's going to be fucking great, and you're going to love it. It's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. All I right. I think so, too. What about you? What are you doing? I'm making you some steak and mashed potatoes. I also made us a cheesecake. Yes. Mashed potatoes, I can... I've made mashed potatoes oh, before. my part is easy. Instant, steak? right? Are you doing instant? Oh, for sure. I'm yeah. not fucking mashing any real potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Fuck that. No. That's stupid. No, that's crazy. That's <laughs> absolutely insane. 
My part's real easy, but I made a cheesecake, so that's like you did. You're all you make your cheesecake, and it's always so good. Well, I hope it's good. I think it's always lovely. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good, and it's like the best cheesecake I've had. I, I wanted since we can't go out for Valentine's Day, bring the restaurant to us. Is my goal. I wouldn't order. I guess I would order a steak. Probably. Yeah, you you order steak tons of times when we go out. Yeah, but that's because I think that's mostly because you tell me that I should. <laughs> you're always like do you want to get steak and i'm like yeah because i'm a goldfish <laughs> if you say something i'm like yeah i do like that thing yeah do you, i i i really hope you like the shrimp scampi i think i will and if you don't don't tell me until we record another episode <laughs> Put it out on the episode that okay. you didn't like the shrimp scampi. Right. That way you hurt your feelings live. Yes, hurt my feelings live. And not only will it be great content because it's live, but also it'll be great content because I will be like like just living thinking, I made great scampi. <laughs> and, and only to only to have my world crushed. <laughs> only to have my world crushed on Mike. You know, I think it's especially like you never eaten shrimp scampi i don't even know never. what it is yeah so I i've think never it's especially impressive i've heard the words shrimp scampi i've i don't know what it is i don't know what it is <laughs> i know i know there's noodles involved <laughs> like pasta uh-huh. is it just pasta i'll find out don't worry about it it's gonna be great <laughs> it's gonna be a good valentine's day we're also gonna watch movies right mm-hmm at least, at least one movie. What movie are we gonna watch? I think we need to watch that um, Black Panther movie. What? Isn't it? Oh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, yeah. I literally am like, they didn't do a sequel to Black <laughs> Panther. What are you talking about? Because, uh, or we could watch Zombo. <laughs> Zombo's not a movie; it's a series, and I'm gonna no, watch Zombo. No. I'm gonna watch Zombo. It's not a series. It's a series. It's a British series. Oh my god! I'm gonna watch Zombo, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Zombo. I'll tell you next week how fucking great it is. Oh, my God. It's going to be so good. It's a series? It's a series. It, it, well, it's one season. I think it's like seven episodes. How do you have seven episodes about a boat with zombies on it? I think you're going to watch them try to get away from where they were. And someone's like, oh, the smartest thing we can do is get on this boat. Because sure. zombies are like in the, the water would be hard for them. Do you think there'll be multiple zomboats? Or just the like- <laughs> <laughs> the next series zom cruise where they're on a cruise ship with a bunch of zombies i'm excited for it i'm very excited for it all right <laughs> i will we'll, we'll let you know next week if our um valentine's day is just fucking horrible and if i can't make scampi but trust me i'm gonna be able to make scampi um thank you all for listening um there's gonna be a live episode of alcoholics i believe it'll be on friday i have to con uh, i have to confer with the people that are going to be on the episode but i believe it's gonna be on friday so check out uh the alcoholics facebook page on friday at like eight i think again we'll figure it out um and we might have an episode we're gonna at least talk about valentine's day next week <laughs> even if it's just to talk about how bad valentine's day was we're gonna do that um But until then, thank you all for listening. Uh, We will talk to you next week. I will see you next week. And until then, cheers. Cheers.